you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. NFL Game Day View is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. How long have I been in London? It's already October. Well, it's a good thing I'm still here because so are the Giants and the Packers. An MVP caliber star trying to get back to the fundamentals and will his team to victory. Oh, did you think I was talking about Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> I meant Saquon Barkley. Did you see him taking snaps last week? Barkley hands it off to Breida and they get 13. Kenny Pickett's the starter now for Pittsburgh. Good luck against the Bills. That's fun. The Eagles are trying to stay unbeaten in Glendale, the first of what they hope will be two trips to the desert this season. And the Ravens and Bengals on Sunday night. Someone tell me what happens in that game because I will be asleep somewhere over the Atlantic. Burrow on third and 11. Throws it deep down the sideline. Caught. Yeah. T. Higgins breaks the tackle. Touchdown, Bengals! All right, so we miss you, everybody. Welcome to Game Day here on Week Five. Patrick Claybon, Greg Rosenthal is back at City of Freeland. We were we were here. Yeah, Without we're right. you, Greg, and, and we missed you. Rachel and I held it down on the other side of the, the pond, but we we need her back. It's like they might not let her back in. It's been so long. <laughs> We got, we're got we concerned with, like, customs and all of these other things. Uh, we, we will hear from Rachel still way over there getting ready for Sunday night football. We're looking forward to that London game as well. But we're also, Cynthia, looking back at one particular game and one particular pick Ooh. from week four. Is the light flickering in here? Yeah, it the feels lights like are the flickering lights because flickering in here. we're turning on the Wayback Machine. Ooh. Enhance! Cynthia oh, had 29-21 between the Eagles and the Jags <laughs> and the even number coalition. Cynthia was all mad. We even wow. talked about it on Sunday. That's we the did. score. So here's your chance again to take a victory lap over the people who complained about numbers looking funny. Just don't don't even look at all the other 15 ones, right? Like, no, uh, I mean, look, in reality, that's not how that actually works. You just want to – you like being completely right, exactly right, but – 
you know, it's more about were the trends right? What did I, the things that I thought were going to happen? How far off was it? And how do you get better each week? So now we need mm. two that are right this week. That's the new goal. Well, plus like how and did this your light te- is how wild your in here. Teammates this light? You know, because your teammates, we all nailed that Eagles game too, four for four. I mean, if the Jaguars had won that game, you Jaguars, all had 29, 21? They, they'd be honking. No, I'm saying tw- we got the right winner. <laughs> we got the winner. Let's there take we go. Our right. I, was, I was wondering right. if Cynthia was going to feel some pride in her victory lap, and it took Greg being like, "Hey, we got it right too." Well, <laughs> get I, that fire out. I, I was just like, what you were saying? You got it completely right? Like I'm saying we went four for four. <laughs> okay. Jags fans would have let us know if we did. Yes. Okay. And, we, and we appreciate all of you taking the screenshots of, of the meeting. We love it. And we love it. it with us. We love that. And you'll, you'll get a chance to do that here. We got some yeah. games this week, including one coming up on NFL Network, the London game. Oh, between the Giants and the Packers coming up 9.30 a.m. Eastern time, 6.30 a.m. Pacific. Also, some fun uh, game day kickoff coverage coming up at 7 a.m. Eastern time right here on NFL Network. Let's get to the game. Let's get to some picks. The Packers giving up eight, Greg. Eight. eight. Some folks are really confident. Are you that confident? I am. I have the Packers <laughs> winning this game by 10 points. Ooh. I mean, I think it could be interesting for a while, but the reason I like the Packers so much is if you see this offense, you see it coming together. Romeo Dobbs is about to have the best season any rookie has ever had with Aaron Rodgers. Better than James Jones, better than Devontae Adams, better than Jordy Nelson. This kid can do it all. And then I watch and Alan Lazard is doing Alan Lazard things again. Robe, uh, Randall Cobb, I got to say, he had a little bit of juice last week. The running game has been great. I feel like they're slowly putting it together, and this offense is going to be all the way back soon. I think this is a week they might do it. They might go over 30, even even higher than my projection. So you want to switch it, 30 to 14? Sure. Okay, okay, might as well. Rocket ship for you. I mean, that does change other things, but whatever. Um, I have a nine-point win in favor of the pack in this one. When I look at this matchup, and yes, we have Daniel Jones back, which is very good for the Giants. And the Giants are for real at 3-1. and one. This is not to take anything away from them. But one area that they are not so great is allowing rushing yards between the tackles. So when I look at A.J. Dillon's opportunities and Aaron Jones, but specifically A.J. Dillon, Rushing between the tackles, the Giants are giving up 5.7 yards per rush in between the tackles. This Mm. is a key area for, you know, both running backs, but specifically Dylan. This is a big mismatch, which is going to force more throwing downs for the Giants, which is going to lead to unfavorable outcomes. So, like you're like, I don't want to take anything away from them, but we all have them losing by nine or ten points well, in a neutral site game. But they're missing That's a taking lo- something away. They're missing from a lot of pieces, right? Sure. They they're missing a lot of pieces. Daniel Jones is banged up. It's not like he's sitting there being like, I'm the healthiest I've ever been, right? And that is the most yards per rush allowed between the tackles. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, we talked about meme alerts. Rachel does have a 10-point win for the Green Bay Packers. But I believe in the Giants. (laughs) I believe that they will lose this game by 10 points. Uh, I've also got the Packers, so that is a meme alert. Yeah, it is good uh, that Danny Dimes is back. It is not good uh, that he's hurt Uh, a couple of weeks. The Packers' rushing defense has looked pretty good. They don't look as good. The numbers kind of get thrown off because Tampa only ran for 34 yards. Uh, so maybe uh, Dimes gets involved in the run game. Either way, uh, there's just not enough talent on the outside to bother mm. the Packers. So I've got them by 10. Let's get to a game that we see as a little bit more competitive, a game we're looking forward to coming up on Sunday night football. That is Joe Burrow and the Bengals against Lamar <laughs> Jackson, Mark Andrews, and the Baltimore Ravens Sunday night football. We've wanted a primetime game that's good. We feel confident that these teams uh, will deliver two of the best in the AFC. The Ravens lost a tough one a week ago, Cynthia. Here they are at home again. How do you see this one going? 
Well, I'm not going to be popular in Baltimore because I'm picking the upset here. 26 to 25. I have the Bengals winning this matchup. One area that's interesting when I look at this Bengals defense, which is cause for concern, which could make me wrong, is the fact that they haven't seen a designed quarterback run this season. They're the only defense in the NFL who hasn't seen a designed quarterback run. They can run in Baltimore. And you know what happens with run? Play action. Another area where Lou Anarumo needs to make an opportunity to create a stop here. Because if you look at this play action situation, Lamar Jackson averaging 10 yards per attempt using play action. That's tied for fourth best. And where do the Bengals rank? Well, they're tied for 22nd in Mm. allowing passing yards off of play actions. Yeah, and Rachel has picked the Baltimore Ravens to win it oh. 31-27. I am going to join uh, Rachel on that. We Cynthia was just talking prime about number, prime the number. bests and some <laughs> problems. I think Jason Pierre-Paul uh, coming to this team and playing uh, from the jump, 86% of the snaps and one of their best def- defensive performances of the year against Josh Allen. I don't think it's a coincidence. Uh, Peters, despite that agitation with the play calls uh, that is going to be discussed ad nauseum if things go <laughs> south this season, uh, he's getting better as third game back. I think there's a lot of reason for Baltimore to be optimistic. I just think that the number of three and a half that it's got bet up to is a little bit too much. Mm. I, I think they do hop over that number, though. 25-21, I believe, in the Ravens. These two teams are surprising. I have the Ravens winning this game, too, 27-23. And I'm surprised <gasps> because— Prime they, number? Yeah, another prime, one. Prime number? I, I'm surprised that neither one of these teams has run the ball well. And it's why I'm not picking the Bengals. They're averaging 3.1 yards per carry this year. That is the worst in the NFL. I don't think they're going to be able to run on this Ravens team, even without Michael Pierce, who can get it done. The Ravens also have struggled. J.K. Dobbins just doesn't look like the same guy. I think they'll actually miss Justice Hill, who's now out with an injury. At least he had some explosive element. But you mentioned the design runs that the Bengals haven't faced from a quarterback. That's the difference. One of these teams says Lamar Jackson, and the other doesn't. And this Ravens team remembers that the Bengals dropped 82 points on them in two blowout wins a year ago. I don't think that's going to happen again. Ravens Joe Burrow's game. watching this game, and he's like, um, you just said they don't have a Lamar. They've got Joe Burrow. Thank yeah. You. Is he getting it done on the ground right now? I mean, uh, I mean he he's like need running to. He around because he's under so much well, pressure. Throw. One thing that J.K. Dobbins does is it takes the tells away. I, I think the play the play options with Justice Hill were a little bit limited. Okay. And so J.K. Dobbins opens things up. I, I think I, I feel good. Greg's making me feel better about the Baltimore. <laughs> nice. In, uh, in this one, let's get to a fun game here on Game Day View. It's called This Guy or That Guy. It's a game with two choices. But even more options. Uh, So we've got two or more passing touchdowns on Sunday Night Football. Cynthia, Joe Burrow or Lamar Jackson? Usually I say neither, but this time I'm going to say both. Yeah, both Both, both guys. I specifically like this for Joe Burrow. Why? Because when I look at what's going on with this Ravens defense, guess the completion percentage they're allowing to downfield passes. Those are 10-plus area attempts. 58.3. That's 10 percentage points higher than we've seen from last season, and it's their highest since Next Gen started tracking in 2016. That's a lot. Joe Burrow throws downfield. Do you guys still feel good? They haven't no had a lot of explosive plays number? this year. No, I'm not joining you. <laughs> not a lot of explosive plays this year, but this is the week. Cynthia's right, both of them. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm all about it. Touchdowns, I just, you know, Baltimore's playing at home. That's what I, I feel good about the team. Both teams are good. It could go either way, but both, both guys will have two or more passing touchdowns. I do believe that. Uh, as we got a chance to... You know, look forward to Sunday night football. Looking forward to it. It is a battle of the birds this week. The (laughs) Eagles and the Cardinals. One of us sees Jalen Hurts airing it out. Mm. Who? 
I mean, I did have them winning the Super Bowl before the season. That's looking pretty good. Oh. I took the Bills. Time for the drive to excellence presented by Mercedes-Benz and the team that's currently the most excellent win and loss-wise. That is Philly uh, right now, Greg. They're getting five and a half in the desert against Kyler and company. How do you feel about that number in the game? I feel like five and a half isn't nearly enough. Ooh. I'm going way over that. The Eagles win this by a couple of touchdowns. The Cardinals, to me, are one of the worst uh, two-and-two teams. The reason they blitz so much is because they don't have the personnel. Some teams do it because, you know, it fits with their mindset. Now they're going to do it against Jalen Hurts. And I got to say, Jalen Hurts actually has struggled against the blitz relative to everything else he's done this year. He's just at 50%. Uh, completion. All of his numbers are down. That's how the Bucks beat them in the playoffs a year ago. So the Cardinals probably look at this. They're going to go say, we're going to blitz them like crazy. But it's also because they don't have any true pass rushers. They don't have enough cornerbacks who can cover one-on-one. And A.J. Brown, Devonta Smith, when you blitz them, you're going to leave your cornerbacks in single coverage, and they're going to make you pay. To me, this is one of the best teams in the league uh, against one of the worst teams in the league in terms of the Cardinals, in terms of being too imbalanced where they just don't have enough personnel. I don't think it'll be close. Okay, so let's put some numbers to that because I kind of think the same thing, but I came up with a different result, a little bit closer for me, just a three-point win, 27 to 24 in this matchup. So the blitz, you talk about that. You're right, the Cardinals do blitz. They actually, they rank 21st in pressure percentage, which is not great, and they blitz at the third highest rate. That's terrible. Not great. Then you also have the fact that Jalen Hurts has these outside threats. You've got Devontae Smith and you've got A.J. Brown. You've got these deep threats on every down. And then, of course, you always have Jalen Hurts can beat you on the ground, too. And Miles Sanders has start to really look good as well. So the coverage must change. Mm. I believe Vance Joseph, when you look at his past history of how he's adapted, takes about four games. What game are we on? Oh, five. okay. We're on game gonna five. I going to say, yeah, the model always kind of like We're, we're on game five. I've noticed this. We're on, well, that's because we made it to game five. He has four <laughs> games where there's not a lot of adjustment. But in game five, there tends to be more adjustment. You're right. They don't have the pressure front personnel. But there are some other solutions that they could come up with. They do have their linebacking core is a little bit stronger than maybe. And, mm-hmm. and of course, we can't get through the segment without me talking about Buda Baker, contractually obligated, because he's excellent. Yes, excellent. And he is, right? You talk about the horses for the Cardinals. That That is. Uh, Booty Baker would be the source. And how much does Vance Joseph need to blitz? Well, as Greg mentioned, as Cynthia mentioned, uh, maybe a lot. We'll see if the numbers play out. But five and a half is a bit rich for my taste. Oh. Uh, a road favorite. Ooh. Shout out to Miles Sanders finally getting the touches and the opportunity as uh, we do have a meme alert because Rachel has picked the Iagalese as well. I- I'm a huge Jalen Hurts guy. His 5.3 average in yards per carry is great. Miles Sanders is averaging 5.4 yards per Mm. carry uh, right now uh, since he's entered the league. I think he goes over a bill uh, yet again, uh, 27-23 Eagles. Okay, so it's a meme alert, but we're split on the number. You and Cynthia have a close game. Yeah, well, because we believe in Vance Joseph, and and it sounds like— Yeah, we believe in in Kyler Murray, actually, to be honest with you. There's a lot of goods that Kyler Murray can basically do— Takes but, away a lot of it. We, yeah. didn't, we didn't even talk about him. So. Just just by himself. If your teammates aren't necessarily working out, the play call's not working out, uh, let Kyler run around for 26 seconds and throw a touchdown. <laughs> this is a tweet from the Chiefs. They say it's Raider week. Remember, the Raiders won an arrowhead, and then they drove around the stadium in celebration. Next Gen says, that was mean. says it was a, a, a top speed of 9.4 miles per hour. made that up. <laughs> uh, but it was a disrespectful trip around the stadium. It made also the weird. Mad. 
But it's a weird thing to do. It's, you think it's weird? I, I definitely think. Like, go home. Okay. Like, you live in Las Vegas. <laughs> go have fun. Like, what are you doing? Okay, so it's it's weird to drive around the stadium. New coaching uh, staff, new everything, whatever. So this is weird. Maybe Rachel is taking that into consideration as well because she's got 35-21 uh, a win uh, for Kansas City at home. Cynthia, they're favored by a touchdown and a half point. Uh, what is your view of this particular football event? I have a touchdown and a full point. Oh, so eight points. That's eight. <laughs> 30 to 22. I want to give a big shout out to the Chiefs O-line, which looked incredible last week against the Bucks. It allowed this run game to look like something that we really didn't expect. I mean, you and I are on a fantasy show, Patrick. Do we ever, we're always like, uh, dicey at best. But both Clyde Edwards-Alaire and Isaiah Pacheco combined for 155 yards. The next-gen stats showed that CEH earned 20 rushing yards over expected and Ooh. Pacheco 18. Mm-hmm. Both good. That's really good. The, anytime it's over expected, this is good stuff. Under expected, not so much. I'd like the Raiders to keep this closer mm. this week. And it's because of their running game. I do have the Chiefs winning this game 33-27. to 27. I think it's going to be an offensive game. But you mentioned how Vance Joseph takes about four weeks to get ready. Josh McDaniels in his running game, actually one week less. He got it going a week ago. I started to see some old-school Patriots power gap running and that's completed when you have a running back like Josh Jacobs who is moving like he did as a rookie where not only is he running people over but he's making people miss I'm not going to say that's LaDainian Tomlinson like but it's a little bit with the lateral juice (laughs) I love it and this is a good Chiefs run defense so it's not an easy matchup at all but I really mean it that I, I saw something in terms of the cohesion with a really undermanned offensive line that they really knew what they were doing a week ago I think it's going to be a weapon they're going to be a good running team, and that can keep the game closer. Yes, closer, I think. Um, I, we can go ahead and meme alert this because I am also meme taking alert. the Kansas City Chiefs at home in this divisional game, 34-31. Not, not a blowout, not a touchdown plus or a touchdown plus a whole point, as Cynthia gave. Uh, but I, I do respect uh, what Josh Jacobs did a week ago. I also saw Devontae Adams get a whole lot of targets against Patrick. He, he was wearing him like a tuxedo, Aww. but uh, Derek Carr was still throwing him the ball, still uh, giving him options. And considering the couple of weeks before that, where it was like, is Devonte being incorporated into this offense? I'm not as worried about that. I am uh, not necessarily saying they're, they're playing good enough football to beat Casey at home right now. So 34, 31, a Harrison Butker is, is Butker playing in this game? He a field goal. Uh, by somebody <laughs> from the Chiefs uh, to win this one. So here's a, an opportunity uh, for us to um, take a look at this next game that, that's coming up. In fact, more than just the next game that's mm. coming up, quarterbacks, backup quarterbacks playing like Cooper Rush. Who's Cooper rushing to pick the Cowboys? Who doesn't think Dak is necessary? Nobody it's one of the people that. out that's, sitting that's, here. That's, that's Greg Rosenthal. He defends his pick next on Game Day View. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com iHeart. That's LifeLock.com iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Looking forward to the Cowboys visiting SoFi Stadium to take on Matt Stafford and the Rams, who have had a rough go in these past couple of weeks, but are still uh, getting five and a half at home Mm. against the Dallas Cowboys. And I am looking at these quarterbacks. Cooper Rush is a winner. He's won. Uh, Wins aren't a quarterback stat, you say. Well, they are with Cooper Rush because we have the best research department in the world, and they're really good. And the best numbers they have for Cooper Rush are that he's 4-0. It's like the only thing that shows he's up. He's played pretty is, well. Is he's he played wins. well. Uh, I think Stafford plays better. Uh, Rachel says the Cowboys win this one. I've got the Rams winning it 24-14 to because Matt Stafford has done more than just win. Uh, he's occasionally been a good quarterback, and I think he bounces back, and the Rams win this one. I disagree. I, I have the Cowboys winning this game. <gasps> I'm telling I you, have daughter. 2017. I know that I'm not going to be popular at home at all with this one. Like, I'm sorry. Hey, the Rams won the Super Bowl last year. Remember that. It's week five. It doesn't matter. Uh, but when I saw this matchup, I thought this is the worst possible matchup. This Cowboys defense against this Rams offensive line, which is still banged up. They get David Edwards back. Uh, but it's all mixed up. In the middle. Remember that old, you know, canard like, hey, never blitz Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford versus the blitz is unbeatable. You know what the 49ers said about that last week? They said, yeah, that makes sense when your offensive line is functional. It is no longer functional. You know who blitzes a lot more than they used to? The Dallas Cowboys. They don't even need to. Their pressure right 
sky high. Their blitz rate, surprisingly high. You know why they can mix it up each and every week? Because they got a great coordinator and they have great continuity and they have great talent. They've got everything so they can change what they do on a week-to-week basis. When you've been together as long as most of this Cowboys defense has, you can change your game plan each week. It's like us. Cynthia, we've been doing this show so long. We have such great continuity. You can throw anything into the rundown. We're going to roll with it, and we're going to excel like the Cowboys. Is that why you ditched me last week for London? Well, I mean, Because, like, was... you're like, I, you don't, I don't even need her anymore. I'm over this. That was, I, whatever. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to London. To Things are better. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we're on the opposite side of this, and oh. I'll be more po- popular in your family than you will be because That's I have 24 Yes. <laughs> to 22. And this is for Greg's daughter. So when I look at this one, I also want to point out that the Cowboys O-line has been a little bit dicey, too. And Aaron Donald still is Aaron Donald. Both of these O-lines are troublesome to me, especially considering how strong the defensive fronts are for both. We've seen all of this run stuffing. I don't think Aaron Donald gets enough love in the run stuffing department either. Both of these things matter. I think Cooper Rush will have a much harder day against Aaron Donald. Perhaps we'll get that dreaded number one in the L Mm -hmm. column here, 24 to 22. I love it. We're evenly split. We've got the two folks who went to London taking Dallas, and then the two folks who are here next to SoFi Stadium, which is right behind us, uh, taking the Rams. I have a feeling Cowboys fans are going to be taking over SoFi Stadium, too. Just a little prediction. A little little insight into people moving uh, into SoFi. Uh, So... Split here. Uh, let's talk about where we agree. Mm. Okay. Uh, these are our sweeps to get the meme alert for all Greg, of these games. Our teams are playing each other. Yeah, Patriots, Lions. And this has been a tough one for me because Bailey Zappi is expected to start this game. And yet, I think I hear something. What do you I, th- hear? I think that's Bill Belichick's music. Here he comes. Oh, he's coming out. No high fives. I think I need to change this pick. Forget about meme alert here. This is the, the spot where Bill Belichick ignored all those Lions fans. <laughs> there he is. I really do think the Patriots have played better the last couple of weeks. They've looked like a better team to me than the Lions. So even with Zappian, I'm taking the Patriots. I'm you mean sorry. the number one offense? In the entire NFL. In the entire NFL. Well, you know how uh, you lose games with the number one offense when you can't stop anyone on defense. So that counts too. Yes. Bailey Zappi just lighting it up. Uh, I'm thinking more Ramondre Stevenson. I'm mm. thinking Damian Harris. Mm. Uh, the Patriots have been moving the ball quite well. And, you know, the Lions, yes, they have the number one offense, but they fall down by 20 every week, and then they just throw all day. Okay. You stop disrespecting my yeah. Lions Take like note. that. That's this is, my These are Greg's kneecaps. Show. Readily available. No. <laughs> and there's a coffee here that you can't see. This oh. is like the first time in four years that you've actually picked the Lions. So don't. Exactly. Don't pretend, yeah. It means something. It means something. I'm taking the favored team in this all right, game, so by the way. I'm Greg's really, all right, all right. Move on. His picks in the middle of the show. Let's get some quick picks. We'll see if Greg changes some of these. Uh, Bills favored by 14. Cynthia, how do you feel? Um, I feel as though the Bills are going to win this one in a very strong matchup, uh, 31 to 15. So that's Ooh. 16 points. When I look at Kenny Pickett, he did a lot of good things last week. We did see he stood in pressure, but I saw a lot of really, especially on a pass to Pat Fryermuth, where he was oh, an 18 yeah. yard reception. He there it in is, the right there. Exactly. Just, you just. Pause your DVR and slow it down to half speed. <laughs> so ultimately, I think that he's going to be better than expected, but this is a very strong Bills team despite missing some pieces in their secondary. Jordan Poyer is not playing in this one, so that will be a big problem. Dawson Knox and Isaiah McKenzie out for the Bills, too. I think it could be closer than expected. One big takeaway from that video, no ball hit the ground. No, it was either picked off or it was caught. Uh, unfortunately for the Jags, Trevor Lawrence could not say that. He was putting the ball on the turf a ton in the rain. Now he's got the Houston Texans, though, Greg. What do you see in this one where the Jags are giving up seven? I have the... 
Texans keeping it a little closer than expected, but the Jaguars winning this game 21 to 17. The Texans have won eight straight games in this matchup. So like, you know, the Jaguars have had the number one overall pick two straight years. I'm not really ready to just be handing out seven points. And, uh, well, last week when the Texans fell way behind, Davis Mills started throwing on first and second down a little more often instead of Lovey Smith just being like, oh, we're good. We're coming off the bus running. We're going to run, run, run. And you know what? Davis Mills looked better than he did all year. Let's throw the ball a little more first and second down. Let's remember those good times when he beat the Jaguars a year ago and at least keep it close. I mean, I have an eight point win here, so a little bit more than seven. But I think the difference is, is you're going to have to get if you want to beat the Jags, you need to get to their quarterback and they need to give a lot of pressure. That was the formula. That's what we saw with the Eagles. And I just don't think that the Texans will be consistently able to get to that point where they're really pressuring Trevor Lawrence that much. So they own the Jaguars. Though. Oh, the Fort- Jaguars are oh, going to run. No. They're going to run the ball. <laughs> I see a score fest. I'm looking forward uh, to this one coming up. Looking forward to a lot of games. And, folks, uh, looking forward to the London game. Two of the biggest stars in the game going international, including the league's leading rusher at the moment, Saquon Barkley. How much does he run for? We talk about that next on Game Day View. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? You think I need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Then there's the game coming up right here on NFL Network and NFL Plus. The Giants and the Packers live from Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Cannot wait to see this one. And it's time for us here on Game Day View to get to more or less because I hold in my hand a set of numbers. 
yeah. relating to the game, guys. And we're gonna we didn't s- get our things. They took our popsicles well, away from us. We oh, could, guess we were bad. We're, we're going to have to mime more or less. Uh, first numbers for you, Cynthia. More or less than 230 passing yards for one Aaron Rodgers. Ooh. Oh, more. When I look at this matchup, I don't necessarily think they're going to be a ton of deep shots, but I do believe that using those passes is going to be a smart strategy because Aaron Rodgers has been taking some gnarly hits this year, so they're going to need to get the ball with the runs. Oh, look, ask and I shall receive. I got my little lollipop here. Um, they're going to need to use more runs and more short. There it is. There it is. Passes. Also, I don't know how this Giants defense gets it done every week. Wing Martindale's doing a great job. At some point, it has to run out. I mean, uh, oh. they just don't. They're missing talented. a bunch of pieces. They're missing they're a miss- lot of pieces. There's a lot of injury injuries on the team. Which it's a second year in a row for Wink and his defense having to deal with that. I'll take this next one because I'm a big fan of this guy. 80 rushing yards against the Packers for Saquon Barkley. Oh, 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 oh. <gasps> more, more, more for the NFL's leading rusher right now. The Saquonessance is in full effect. He's back. And truly, uh, considering the injuries on the outside, the injuries to the quarterback, if it's not Saquon, who who is it going to be uh, for this Giants offense in London? I think it's more for Saquon. Greg, your turn. Yeah, I'm going more, but I'm also going to go more when it comes to Aaron Jones going over 60 Rushing yards. Aaron Jones is running the ball so well this year. He doesn't have the volume because A.J. Dillon's right there. But there aren't many running backs in the league, I think, that go from zero to 60 as quickly as him, who has the vision, who can get outside, who can run inside. And this Giants defense plays so aggressive. They blitz not only against the pass, but against the run. And sometimes when you have those run blitzes, everyone gets past the running back. And there goes Aaron Jones. So he only needs about a 150-yarder. I think he's going to get it way over. (laughs) Way over. Yes. We all will be playing with the lead. I'm gonna I'm gonna add a touchdown. Okay. That rushing total too. I love so that. Plus sixty plus a touchdown. A rushing touchdown. And the Londoners, they love the kicking game and they love the running game. They love they love it when it gets a little ugly. It's a little more a little more like soccer then. Yeah. Not ugly, all the thumbs. We just think more. It's all more uh in London. But that's that's up front. Let's get sneaky. Let's mm. look to some sneaky, sneaky good picks and good players. And, Greg, uh, you've got one in uh, Hollywood? Yeah, well, in Arizona this week, Marquise Brown. I got to say, you know, when Hollywood Brown uh, asked to get out of Baltimore, I was like, that kind of hurt my feelings. I like Lamar Jackson. I was like, is that really that smart a move? It really was. I've never seen Marquise Brown look this good. I think he's going to go over 62 and a half receiving yards because I think they're going to be trailing in this game. He has made more contested catches this year, I think, maybe than the rest of his career combined. He looks fantastic, and he is going to get paid paid at the end of this year if christian kirk is worth 17 million a year uh let's give marquise brown about 23 when he goes for 1500 yards this year he is balling out love what he's doing think he has a big game on sunday wow Wait, what what are, you, what are you paying him 22 i mean if christian kirk's 17 marquise is going over 20 I, yes. i'm not i'm not mad at anybody's money yeah. get, get paid I want, I want him to get paid I, that's just i'm that's saying he is job. looking fantastic so be his agent uh, also, Christian Kirk leaves that offense, and now he's in a better situation. It's like yeah. everybody wins, and that's why Christian Kirk is my sneaky good player oh, because wow. I I think there's going to be a I think this is going to be a score fest. Uh, not that Davis Mills is just going to run roughshod through uh, the Jag secondary or anything like that. I I just think there's going to be points in this one, especially a bounce back game for Trevor Lawrence. Christian Kirk is the number one option uh, for this team, and I think uh, 66 and a half receiving yards. It's not going to be a problem in a game that. Is going to have points available, especially from the Jags' point of view. 
Cynthia is going to have points, especially from the Jags' point of view. Hello. They will score points. Cynthia, who's your I, sneaky good Another point. team I think is going to score a lot of points is going to be the Bills. And I think that the game mm. script will also indicate that Devin Singletary will be used quite a bit. The most reliable back. We saw some others have some issues with maybe not hanging on to the ball, et cetera. But Singletary has really emerged as their primary back, the one who matters other than Josh Allen on the run game the most. So when I look at Devin Singletary, 67 and a half, that could be like halftime, fam. Like this is a good opportunity for him, especially without you know, they're missing some pieces up front. No T.J. Watt. So this is a strong line. Not as line. many receivers either. So maybe he just more. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of res- yeah, but a lot of the receivers are pretty banged up. Their O-line has had some issues too, meaning banged up issues. So I think it's like, let's be smart. Run. Run, yeah. run the ball. And then run it some more with Devin Singletary. And something you pointed out to me, Cynthia, the way the Bills are being defended right now. So much too high. It's just a lot of So much too high. For Devin Singletary. All of the too high. As well. Let's get uh, to write this down. Because we have some fun picks. Greg is going way out on a limb. What are the people writing down, Greg? I am not that out on a limb. To me, this is a small limb, and Teddy Bridgewater is going to swing this limb around while he's throwing for over 240 yards. I think he'll go over 300. Look, Tua Tungavailoa, I hope he's feeling better. I hope he gets back in the lineup. I think this offense is going to work just fine with Teddy Bridgewater, just like it did uh, when he came in during Thursday night football. This is a quarterback-friendly offense with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. I know they're on the injury report, but it looks pretty good. Great matchup against these two uh, Jets cornerbacks, DJ Reed and Sauce Gardner. Don't care. Like, had, did anyone watch this Dolphins offense for the first four weeks. Do you really think 240 is a fair line here, Cynthia? I put it about 325. They're going to go oh, up and down the field. That's, that's what I want to see. Look at this, Bob. Has Teddy Bridgewater ever thrown a prettier pass in the NFL? That was amazing. I, I mean, th- 240 means a lot of points, right? So if you're saying 300, that means we're going to see like a really fast-paced game. So like, I'm very. I think into it could that. go back and forth. I right. Think I'm, be a I'm lot of very into in a high, game. a high, a high-powered game. Like I like points, so. Let's go. We have to make up for a Thursday where there weren't a lot of points. So let's do that. Um, Write this down. Zach Ertz is playing his old team. I love a good revenge narrative. Mm. And also, Kyler Murray loves throwing the ball to him. So I think this is the double situation here. One, Kyler Murray's best friend, red area target. We've seen him score touchdowns. And two, you get some revenge against your old team. So Zach Ertz, touchdown. Yes, and Kyler has to throw it to him because the options are kind of limited. Looking forward to seeing that game. Uh, My write this down is to the fantasy community. You know how much affinity I have for you guys. You're worried about Travis Etienne. He scores not once, but twice in an absolute score fest in Houston. I can't wait. Wow. I can't wait uh, to see this. This Texans uh, rush defense has uh, been the problem uh, for Lovey Smith's squad. And I just see Trav breaking free, man. Finally. Here's the thing, though. Like, if you just said he scored once... Like, you would get a, a check mark. You got it right. Yeah. And now he's got to score twice. That's how you get it wrong, and uh, you end up having to erase it. Right. But he's, well, let's, you know what? I'd be willing to give him two checks, though. Okay. If it gets right. You get right. double credit. You're yeah, going Yeah, you this. get double credit. You're picking something way harder. See, this is what I need. I need confirmation. Cynthia gives it to me. Greg does not. Yeah. He's coaching me up. Uh, we'll see you coming up next week for Rachel Bonetta, for Cynthia Freeland, for Greg Rosenthal. I'm Patrick Claibon. Enjoy the games. NFL Game Day View is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired. 
But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in! Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it! Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.